If you're visiting with us this morning, we're thankful to have you. We are going to be in Mark 14, so you want to make sure that you're there. We've been going through Mark together and continuing that, that journey. There's a guy named Rick Barger, and he tells the story of returning home one day after grocery shopping, and there hanging on his door handle is a little plastic bag with a DVD inside of it. And he pulls out the DVD, and the DVD has these words in large letter that say, Just Imagine, and then underneath in smaller uh, letters, Seven Minutes. So intrigued, he goes in and he begins to play the DVD. And the DVD begins with one of these kind of deep, booming voices that says, Just Imagine, you know. Deep booming voice, a little hard for me to do, but just imagine if that were a deep booming voice. And it goes through and has pictures of all these people who are conversing with one another. And just imagine, you know, a place where your little kids uh, find other little kids to play with and where your teenagers find other teenagers to play with. And, and it goes on and on. It's showing conversation after conversation. And people are smiling and they're laughing. And they are imagined to encourage this place full of excitement and meaning and fun. And Barger says it wasn't until after seven minutes that he realized it was a seven-minute video for a new church in town. And what he said was so ironic to him was that he and his wife, who had been married for 30 years, were talking about going back to a sandals resort in the Caribbean where they had honeymooned. And so they had called. This is back in the day before the Internet, apparently. They had called and they had asked them to send a promotional video so they could see what the facility looked like and the video they received was seven minutes and the night before they had watched and they had seen all the same sort of smiling faces and the same sort of concept and Barger as he tells of the story he concluded that both were simply selling a product that were addressing the same needs the one was called sandals resort and the other was called the church See, it seems to me that there are two foundational questions which people will start with as they build a relationship with Jesus. The first question is, what can I get from Him? And the second question is, what does He want me to give to Him? Without a doubt, we can grow into an authentic relationship with Jesus, regardless of which of these questions that we start with. But if we never move beyond the question, what can I get from Him? Our faith will remain dry and empty, stale and lifeless. Our text this morning in Mark 14 is going to wrestle with the relationship between these two questions because these are fundamental ways that people will relate to and have been relating to Jesus in the Gospel of Mark. And so as we get into Mark, here's what I'll say as a preface is we are going to be dealing with Mark this morning. Mark does some different things than some of the other gospel writers. Who is present? What is happening in the anointing? Those are all different, but what we are going to do is we are going to attend to what the Holy Spirit is attempting to communicate with us through Mark's gospel. If I were to read Mark chapter 14, verses 1, 2, 10, and 11, most of you probably wouldn't realize that I skipped a portion of of what was happening. And the reason is because these two events, what begins in verses 1 and 2 and what ends at the end, actually fit very well together because they are about the plot to arrest Jesus. But what Mark does here, as we've seen him do often in his gospel, is he gives us another one of those sandwiches where we begin with a story. 
Mark will then insert something into the middle, and then we will end what we first began earlier. And as Mark does it, what is in the middle is there to help us to interpret and to understand what remains at the edge and the beginning points. And so Mark does begin with, it's almost sort of like meeting notes of the chief priests and the scribes meeting that begins, where one person who called the meeting to order said, we have one agenda item on the meeting, which is how do we get Jesus out of the way? And somebody, a astute person, says, well, we can't just march out and arrest him in front of all of the people. Everybody knows that the Passover is 